Madame et Monsieur, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles McDonald, brought to you in association with Force Magazine on World Radio Paris. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is the primetime fashion show for World Radio Paris, brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I will be hosting the show exclusively for World Radio Paris. Coming up on the show, we're going to be taking a look at the latest fashion stories to emerge from the French and European sartorial style circuit, both from the points of view of the designers, the style on the street and the business of fashion. It's official. Rihanna's Fenty fashion line with LVMH will be revealed later this month. Fans don't have to wait long until Rihanna's fashion label with LVMH, rumblings of which she merged back in January, is finally revealed. The new luxury maison, named Fenty, will comprise a selection of ready-to-wear, shoes and accessories, shaped and developed by Riri herself, and is set to be presented in Paris later this month. Designing a line like this with LVMH is an incredibly special moment for us. Mr Arnau has given me a unique opportunity to develop a fashion house in the luxury sector with no artistic limits. I couldn't imagine a better partner, both creativity and business-wise savvy, and I'm ready for the world to see what we have built together said Rihanna in a statement released by LVMH last week. The confirmation of the label sees her become the first woman to launch their own brand with the luxury conglomerate, the group's first new house since Christiane Lacroix in 1987, and the first woman of colour to helm at an LVMH house. She later added a personal message on Instagram, writing, Thank you for the big day. Thank you for the culture, and thank you to Mr Arnau for believing in this little girl from the left side of an island, and also giving me the opportunity to grow with you all at LVMH. This is proof that nothing is impossible. Glory be to God. Everyone knows Rihanna as a wonderful singer, but through her partnership at Fenty Beauty, she was also discovered to be a true entrepreneur, and a great CEO as well as a terrific leader. LVMH chairman and CEO Bernard Arnault reciprocated of the relationship. To support Rihanna to start up the Fenty Maison, we have built a talented and multicultural team supported by the group's resources. I am proud that LVMH is leading this venture and I wish everyone in it to have a great success. In February, Findings from French accounting firm Le Double showed that the venture, entitled Project Loud France, after the pop star's fifth album Loud, was firmly in motion. Transactions filed revealed that Rihanna had invested £29,988,000 worth of in-kind contributions to the business and Project Loud France. She became the major shareholder controlled by LVMH, who pledged over £30 million into the brand as well. A document on the recent cash flow of 29900000 or thereabouts, 
was deposited back in the December of 2018 with the initial equity of 40,000 dating back to 2017. This was signed by Antoine Arnal on behalf of a company called LV Group, according to the Business of Fashion. This makes Rihanna a 49.99% shareholder in Project Loud France via her company Denim UK Holdings. Project Loud France's purpose is the conception, fabrication, distribution, commerce, importation and exportation of products across a range of accessories thought to include menswear, womenswear, childrenswear, footwear, eyewear, leather goods and sportswear. This is goods which are linked to lifestyle, high-tech products, office supplies, home decor, garden products and the new products find Jean-Paptiste Vassoin, LVMH's Chief Strategy Officer, takes role of the President at a new business. The commercial premises are set to take place on 24-32 Rue Jean Guijon, the same address as the LVMH Fashion Group. If you're not one of Rihanna's 70 million Instagram followers, then now's the time to click the button. The Barbadian entrepreneur teased both her Fenty beauty brand and the Savage X Fenty lingerie lines via social media clips and subsequently whipped the world into a frenzy Fenty. Her universal inclusive appeal is magnetic and the world can't stay away. For more details, stay up to date with her happenings at Fenty.com for Riri's next big internet-breaking invitation day. And who knows if it takes place in Paris, you may even be there. Dior is back with a new bag set to be even more popular than the saddle. Uniform bags, which form part of a uniform and are designed with practicality in mind, were the inspiration behind it. Maria Grazia Churi told Vogue magazine exclusively of Dior's new 30 Montagne bag. The idea of combining practicality with clean, clear-cut aesthetics has always intrigued me and continues to inspire my work a great deal. Designed to be worn in many different ways, including as a clutch or an across-the-body bag, is just one of the many appealing aspects of the new design. Named after the address of the brand's first store, 30 Avenue Montagne, the bag incorporates the understated elegance of old Paris in a modern way. The Montagne 30 is designed to become a new classic, as all of its features, the balanced dimensions, adjustable shoulder strap, flap embellished and a newly styled logo that acts as a functional detail, various colours and materials used to make it, are specifically tailored to today's contemporary women, their needs, their desires and their free and independent lifestyles, explained Jury. With a starting price of around €2,500, the rectangle bag, which has a wide flap clinched by a vertical belt and large gold CD clasp, is available in a range of subdued suits. Made from box calfskin or CD logo fabric, the design features a silk and lambskin lining with two internal pockets to keep safe personal accessories. 
The intricate and practical details were important in its creation for the label's Autumn-Winter 2019 collection. Considering the intricate ways in which we use them has to be the primary concern, said Jury. Providing the perfect balance of technical details and aesthetics is very important when creating beautiful accessories that represent a brand and its history. Finding a balance between the brand's history and its modern approach to dressing is something which has been at the heart of Churi's vision since taking the helm of the French fashion house back in 2016. At the end of last year, the Webo reintroduced the saddlebag, spawning the celebrity craze for the design once more, and it's only a matter of time before we'll find out the exact potency and marketability of their brand new baby. Caring to unite sustainability leaders who will put themselves in an uncomfortable situation. Caring Group made headlines on April the 15th when François Henri Penal, chairman and CEO of the luxury conglomerate that holds Gucci, Alexander McQueen and Balenciaga within its stable, pledged 100 million to the Notre Dame restoration effects. Now, French President Emmanuel Macron has called on Pinal to use his influence once again. Ahead of the G7 summit in Biarritz this coming August, the chief executive has been tasked with unifying a group of brands, set sustainability goals to reduce the industry's negative impact on climate, biodiversity and the oceans. We have to work collectively, Pinal told the Copenhagen Fashion Summit this week. It's about a few leaders who will accept to put themselves in an uncomfortable situation and force themselves to move on. The mandate is really to move the sector, added Marie-Claire Davo, Caring's Chief Sustainability Officer. The G7 is a starting point, and indeed Caring, which also owns Saint Laurent and Bottega Veneta, shared its goal to cut carbon emissions by 50%, and its overall environmental impact by 40% before 2025, with which the summit will lead in order by example. Additional internal targets, such as a push for stricter animal welfare standards in caring supply chain within the weather and cashmere sectors, have also been stated. A commitment to hiring people over the age of 18 has also been put in place, to protect model welfare edition. In 2017, it was published as a charter in collaboration with LVMH, which stated it would no longer represent young persons under the age of 16. This new age restriction will be enforced by early 2020. I'm trying to convince peers that we don't have the solutions, but let's commit and try and move in the same direction, Pienaug told the audience in Copenhagen, on the final day of closing. Ariana Grande is the new face of Givenchy. Following Instagram posts from Ariana, Givenchy's official account and creative director, Claire White Keller, the fashion house has indeed confirmed that the superstar will front the autumn-winter 2019 campaign, which is set to be unveiled in July. I am so proud to be the face of Givenchy, Grande said in a statement. It's a house I have admired forever 
and to be part of that family is such an honour. I love this clothing and the confidence and joy it brings to the people who wear it. Not only is the clothing timeless and beautiful, but I'm proud to work with a brand that makes people feel celebrated for who they are and unapologetic about whatever they want to be. The French Fashion House has a long history of collaborating with the world's biggest celebrities. Former founder Hubert de Givenchy was responsible for many of Audrey Hepburn's most famous looks, and recently White Keller created the Duchess of Sussex wedding gown. In the footage that has been released as a teaser, Ariana's signature over-the-top ponytail steals the show while she wears a dress reminiscent of an archive design favoured by Hepburn and a pearl headband. Currently in the middle of a mega tour, Ariana's side hustle also made headlines last month when a trademark Thank You Next beauty product was submitted. Previously, Ariana has worked with a number of brands including Lipsy, Guess, MAC and Reebok while also releasing a line of perfumes under her own name. With such a major brand announcement in a minute, the Met Gala earlier this week could have been the perfect opportunity for Givenchy to unveil the collaboration with Ariana Grande. However, the global superstar was notably absent. Instead, White Keller attended the event with actor Gal Gadot and tennis player Maria Sharapova. You can now exchange your old designer handbags for Farfetch credit. Farfetch is dipping a toe into the resale pool. Its new Second Life service offers customers the opportunity to trade old designer handbags for Farfetch credit. 27 brands, including Gucci, Balenciaga, Celine, Chanel, Dior and Chloe, can be currently swapped in the UK and European markets via a simple process of uploading pictures of the unwanted products. Farfetch, who will work behind the scenes with Hong Kong-based vintage specialist Upteam, will respond to images of the accessories within two days to share the customer's credit score before a free collection can be organised. Once the bag has been authenticated, customers will get that value up front. Tom Berry, Global Director of Sustainable Business at Farfetch, told Vogue. They don't have to wait until it sells to redeem the value, but why the generosity? Well, we gain because those customers have an incentive to come back and shop on Farfetch again. It's partly a customer retention scheme, but it also gives us a way of learning about the resale market. Indeed, luxury companies, bargain-minded ones such as Stella McCartney and Reformation, might have largely steered clear of resale due to concerns of brand dilution, but this is becoming an integral part of the sustainability conversation. Looking at the different business models is equally important as addressing and reducing our direct impacts and enabling and inspiring customers to buy better products through Farfetch, agreed Berry. The initiative is part of Farfetch's wider plans to help to inspire and enable customers and consumers to buy more sustainable products more easily, he continued. Farfetch already offers a selection of vintage merchandise 
and it's examining opportunities in retail and repair, which is making moves to reduce the huge carbon footprint that comes with shipping to and from boutiques all over the globe. We have a package incentive in place that ensures that our boutiques use the right sized FCS certified packaging so they ship less air, Berry commented. But we're looking at a different distribution model to ship more in bulk to different countries around the world before shipping to those we know. We know this is an area we need to work on and develop. For now, he hopes the joy of trading something old for something new will raise awareness of the company's pledge to do more. I do believe that people are looking for brands that can tell positive stories about the social impact of their business models, he continues. Your new purchase may only be a photo away. And finally, we come to our special feature on the business of fashion, and this week I'm going to be looking at part one of the Ten Commandments of New Consumerism. Consumers are reassessing their priorities and increasingly question what they truly value, but what does this change actually mean for fashion companies around the world? For decades, a brand's only priority was to create the best possible product at the most competitive price to ensure sales. But as consumers develop a more comprehensive understanding of issues like sustainability, authenticity and transparency, brands and retailers are being forced to change the way they sell in order to survive. This change in consumers' attitudes has a term, new consumerism, which is coined by research firm Euromonitor. It's about today's consumers reassessing their priorities and increasingly asking themselves what it is they truly value, says Sarah Bomfrey, Euromonitor's global lead of economies and consumers. Conscious consumption is replacing the conscious consumption of yesteryear. And as customers reassess their priorities and question what they truly value, here are some of the 10 factors that could help to define this new reason for new consumerism and what indeed this change in shopping habit could mean for fashion brands and retailers, both outside France, European and on an international platform. 1. Provide transparency into your business practices. The modern consumer's knowledge of environmental issues and working conditions means they have to respond to transparent business practices. Reformation, a Los Angeles-based label, takes pride in the sustainability of its vintage-inspired designs. Transparency is now more of an expectation than an option, says Reformation founder Yael Valfo. I think that the millennial generation is really starting to push the boundaries of traditional fashion retail and driving demand for honesty and transparency for the products they purchase, she said. Revealing information about business practices allows companies like Reformation to engage with customers in a new way, opening a dialogue and creating a different, more honest brand experience, which is a far cry from global conglomerates which have traditionally kept such information under wraps. 2. Demonstrate authentic brand values Brands need to demonstrate a level of authenticity by offering products that are in keeping with the company history and culture, 
We think this very much coincides with the rise of the experience economy. As life becomes a paid-for experience, people increasingly question what is real and what is not, said Joseph Pine, author of The Experience Economy, which explores the next phase of consumerism after the service economy. This can be seen at brands like Burberry, which stick very closely to their values of British heritage and craftsmanship, and its core of trench coats and scarves. Increasingly, consumers don't want to pay for something fake. They want the real thing from the real building. And so authenticity is really the new consumer sensibility, says Pine. It's the primary buying criteria by which the people choose who to buy from and what to buy. 3. Creating a sustainable process A demand for more sustainable materials and production methods is a key hallmark of new consumerism, according to Euromonitor, and one that inspired Alfalo to set up the Reformation four years ago. Our customers respond very positively to our sustainability efforts and help motivate and drive us to keep doing better. Some are incredibly passionate and want to be informed. All they want to know is about the details of our supply chain and operations, and then do a really deep dive of investigation. UK-based fashion label People Tree says it aims to be 100% fair trade throughout its supply chain. The company does this by purchasing fair trade products and materials from suppliers in the developing world, it also makes efforts to protect the environment and use natural resources sustainably. 4. Invest in retail technology Rapid developments in technology have raised consumers' expectations online. A shopper now demands a high level of service, speed and a unique experience with just one swipe of a finger. People expect some brands to be there at the touch of a finger, Brands that they really care about and they want a unique relationship with. Those are the ones that are basically in their queue, says Pine. They want to be there so at a moment's notice they can call on them into speed and say, OK, provide me with what I need. On a flip side, a brand may be marginalised by consumers if it doesn't adapt its business model to include web, mobile and social retail. 5. Help customers achieve personal goals Helping consumers achieve their health and well-being goal is another strategy that brands are implementing in line with new consumerism. By staging experiences that people will become fitter or more mindful, a brand can become a key element in helping consumers to reach their goals. Nike, the world's largest sportswear maker in terms of revenue, regularly stages local customer experiences like running clubs. Consumers want to be healthier, they want to have a more satisfying lifestyle and they want to have a happier life. They want to have a greater well-being and increasingly they look to companies to be able to help them to achieve that, says Pine. The second part of the Ten Commandments of Consumerism will appear on the next show. I hope you can join us for the next show, where I will be looking in more detail at the emerging trends, styles and news that develop within the French capital as we prepare for the summer season. With more details and features to follow, 
You can catch up with all the fashion news on forcemagazine.com and at FORC Magazine on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on. <laughs>